Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I have Pam here. Hello, hello. And me, Alisa. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, so today we wanted to talk about just a quick little spring sleep tip. This is super exciting. I, I couldn't hear <laughs> that we're even talking about this. Spring, I was just spring. telling Pam, <laughs> I was just telling Pam this morning how lovely it feels oh. that in the morning. I'm actually seeing sunshine coming into my room and I feel like I, I want to get up, you know, yes. Winter is just so hard for a lot of people. It's very, very, very hard for me. So when I see little hints of spring coming, it just, it pu puts a little pep in my step and oh, it, I love it. I want to get up in the morning, whereas usually I'm dragging myself out of bed um, you know, I just see that sunshine and it makes me feel so happy, but for our children, <laughs> we <laughs> but, don't want that sunshine coming into the room. Um, <laughs> so this is our first tip. It is starting to get a little bit lighter in the morning. Yeah. So earlier and earlier. The sun is, is rising a little earlier. So what you want to do is take this opportunity to make sure that your child's curtains, blackout blinds, curtains, whatever you're using to darken that room, we want to make sure that there is no little bit of light popping through the yes. sides. This is especially true if you have an early riser already, you definitely wanna get on top of this ASAP. If you don't have an early riser, um, you still want to get on top of it because you could end up with an early riser if you don't. I was like, so, hmm, what does she go? Where is she going to go with that? <laughs> yeah. So some of the things you can do to just darken that room up a little bit more is you can put a blanket over the top of, of the blinds yep. for, you know, the curtain rods or whatever. One thing I love are those command Velcro, Velcro strips and what I have done in the past, I mean, I've used tape. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have used like just duct tape, Ooh, masking tape, whatever, I just painted I, my walls. <laughs> whatever I could find at the moment went onto that window or onto the curtain so that it stuck to the wall and didn't allow any light to come through. But then I found those command Velcro strips and mm -hmm. I really love them because you can just put one side on the wall put one side on your curtain and then that'll make sure that it's staying closed and that it's, you know, but you can open it in the morning if you want to. So yes. it's like, you're not stuck with closed curtains forever. You can just, you can continue to put them on or take them off. So I love that, that the moral of this story though, is <laughs> that you want to make sure that there is no sunlight coming in from below, from the sides, from above, because to your baby or older child, seeing that little bit of sunlight, just like I said about myself for this morning, right? Seeing that little bit of sunlight means, oh, it's time You're to ready to jump out of bed. And I can roll over and look at my clock and say, no, it's not time for me to get out of bed. I'm just going to lay here for a little bit. Um, but our children don't, 
they can't do that. So we want to send that signal that it is not in fact time to wake up super and early this is, in the morning. And this is something that I'm like, if I get up to go to the bathroom at like 5 a.m., I'm peeking into bedrooms. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking stock here. Who's, who, whose curtains need to be closed better? Who's, right? Like what, where is that little bit of light coming in? Um, so, so if you do, or if you do sleep through completely through, um, maybe even set a little alarm. If you're starting to see some early rising in your little one, or you're starting to hear them kind of squawk a little bit early, set an alarm just before that typically. So say if you're hearing them around five 30, set an alarm for yourself for like that five, five 15, and just kind of peek in and see, um, if that is one of those challenges that light peeking through the other big one too. Yeah. Any more tips about the light, Elisa? No, that was it. Okay, so the other big one too is the birds. Yeah. The birds. Again, again there's love nothing, it. There's nothing more wonderful <laughs> to me than birds chirping in the morning. Oh, hearing like it, them again. It means spring. It, it yes. makes me so happy inside. Yep. But um it also wakes them up too. It, <laughs> it will wake your little ones up too. Yeah. Like, especially if you have birds that are nesting close to your house, or if you have big, great big trees that are nesting and you have nests in there, um, those little birds are quite loud first thing in the morning. So oh, are they ever? <laughs> so it's something right again, if you're, if you've over the winter, you've been able to turn your sound machine down um, in that early morning. That's another kind of peek in where I'm like, and I'm going in and turning on your, turning up your sound machines a little bit louder. Yeah. Now, I think now most of them come with an app that you can just do it from your bed. So yay for you guys. But back in the day, people here. <laughs> I had to walk into the room and turn the volume up. Um, but it wanted, we wanted to make sure that I was covering those bird sounds. We had lots of birds. We have forests in the backyard. They have lots of birds. They start at, at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, there we were mornings have... where I, I love to sleep with my windows open in the spring and summer and all through the winter as well now. But um, I do love it in the spring and summer. But I have to get up and, and close my window at four o'clock in the morning or mm -hmm. 430 in the morning because I can hear the birds already chirping. And although it makes me happy, it doesn't make me as happy when it's interrupting my <laughs> sleep at 430 <laughs> or five in the morning. Uh, we also have... Um... I don't know what the proper terminology is, but a family of crows, um, maybe multiple families. It could be generational um, gatherings, but they like to really go at like that five, five fifteen in the morning. Man, they can get loud. Wow. Mm -hmm. The other thing about spring and summer is that, you know, you tend to leave your windows open a little bit longer or maybe you're not, but there are things outside, you know, motorcycles start to really come out again and that might happen at, 6 30 or 7 or even 7 30 when you're doing bedtime and you're trying to get your child to sleep mm -hmm. um, basketball players you know the the street yep. basketball starts to come out just all those noises that you can hear people mowing their lawn at 6 30 in the evening when it's bedtime or even seven o'clock sometimes or maybe yep. five o'clock in the morning so you just want to cover all of your bases there and invest in a sound machine. Yeah. It's going to help tremendously or even use an app that, that you can put on every day. We typically recommend, especially if you are teaching sleep and you're really working on sleep right now, we typically recommend having it go all night long yes. on the same setting and for the duration of naps so that you're not just switching that on at five o'clock in the morning and 
all of a sudden they're waking up because now there's this different sound in their room. So you want it to be something that's playing all night if possible. Um, if you already have a really, really healthy sleeper, maybe these things won't bother them. But if you are still in the middle of sleep coaching or working on one aspect of sleep, or you might have a sensitive sleeper for now, making sure that you cover all of these bases yes. can really help with not creating new challenges for you come spring. This is also going to kind of uh, come into our bedtimes as well, right? So the sun's going to be up later at bedtime. So it's going to be that same thing, right? Making it nice and dark um, at that bedtime, making sure you're not seeing that light filtering through. And if you have big kids, this is, we literally had this conversation last night with my guys, like, does this mean that I'm going to have to go to bed when the sun's up again? And I'm like, you sure are, because the sun goes to bed later than you do. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just the way of life. We have nice dark rooms. So the sun being up isn't an issue. You can still go to bed at your regular time. Yeah. And for those really little ones who are just starting to recognize this, it's the cutest thing. But it's not <laughs> bedtime. The sun is there, right? They're going to tell you that, which is really adorable yeah. at first. But you definitely want to let them know from an earlier age that yes. that's okay that the sun is still up. It's still bedtime. And so then go into their sleep space and make it dim or a little bit darker at least maybe 15 minutes before mm -hmm. they actually have to go to bed. So that's when books or and talk time, cuddle time is a really great thing to have because then you're bringing them into that darker sleep space a little bit before they have to go to sleep, but not too long before they have mm -hmm. to go to sleep. Love it. Okay, guys, if you have any other struggles or if you come spring, you're just not sure what's going on, um, don't hesitate, restfulparenting.com, book your free 15-minute call. Be sure to check out our other podcasts and our YouTube channel too. We have lots of tips we share everywhere. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye.